Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Through week 13 in the NFL, got the latest on the quarterback injuries that continue to mount. You'll hear from Mike Tomlin coming up a little bit later on. Also, strange and it's, it's it's jumped the shark in New York with the, the rumors and reports about Zach Wilson not wanting to play quarterback. I've I've never heard, it's over the top ridiculous, really. And and I know it's this way for some athletes where the media seems to obsess over them. It makes zero sense to me that a quarterback who's been benched multiple times would tell his teammates this is the report that he's been telling people inside the Jets organization he doesn't want to play because he doesn't want to get hurt. Stop it. Like, just that, I, can't, I refuse to believe that unless I hear it from Zach Wilson. That's, that's, that's crazy. It's flat out crazy. It's, it's bat poop crazy. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, our Facebook page, too. Always good to connect with you. Hope you survived your manic Monday. We're about to put it in the rearview mirror, morphing into a Tuesday. It will be December 5th. What? 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 We've also got a brand new video we're about to drop on our YouTube channel before the sun comes up in many of these places where you're listening to the sound of my voice right now. So if you haven't yet, subscribe to the After Hours YouTube channel. Make sure you find it. Uh, and that way you can never be left in the dark. It was one of one of the best performances of the weekend by a quarterback, and it wasn't Patrick Mahomes at Lambeau Field. Three men down line. Everybody else is deep. Five seconds ago. Three receivers right, two to the left. Snap to Mahomes. Looking. Steps up. Scrambling left. Still looking. Still waiting. Fires it into the end zone. Broken up. Yes. Incomplete. And there is, is your 
dagger. The game is over. The Packers have defeated the Chiefs 27 to 19. Oh, what a moment for this young team. What a moment in Lambeau Field history. Wow. History. I like that from Wayne Larravee on Packers Radio. And to that end, we are pleased to welcome Andy Herman, who is the owner and producer and host of the very popular Pack-A-Day podcast, Packers Insider from Green Bay. All right. This is three straight wins for Green Bay. Not that long ago, they appeared to be sunk. So, Andy, how did the Packers turn their ship around? And it still seems so surreal that it's almost hard to answer. I First of all, I give Matt LaFleur a ton of credit because there were definitely a lot of questions surrounding him earlier this season. He took over a team with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and a ton of talent. You know, Brian Gutekinds comes in and immediately gets Gary Smith, Preston Smith, Billy Turner, Adrian Amos, and Matt started with a roster that was kind of ready to compete for day one. He inherited a team that had all of this amazing talent, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Kenny Clark, and all these really talented players. And all of a sudden, Aaron's gone. Zadarius is gone. You trade away Devontae Adams, and you're left with a roster that's the youngest roster in football. Then Aaron Jones goes down. Then David Bakhtiari goes down. The big question for Matt was, was he going to be able to be the guy that could take a young team, the youngest team in football, and make them into a competitor and really grow with them and make them progress throughout the course of a season? And for a while there, they're sitting at three and six. And it looks like the answer is overwhelmingly no. There's mistakes all over the place, ones that you can't explain. Jordan Love is trying to take a snap, and they're not snapping them the ball, like just tons of stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, you get a win and uh, against the Chargers team. They had a lot of mistakes. It got them going in the right direction. They beat the Detroit Lions, e- not easily, but like, uh, you know, they, they impressively. Had to, you know, impressively, exactly, on, on Thanksgiving in front of a national audience. And then you beat the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football again to follow it up against an even better defense. I think it starts with Matt and how he's been able to turn around this season. But you also have to give a ton of credit to Jordan Love, who you could tell early in the season there were some of those jitters following into 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and he now is the guy. But he has settled down in a really amazing way, and you can tell he just has a level of confidence to him that he did not have earlier in the season. How come? Where did that come from? I think it's a, a variety of different things. I think the first thing is that Jordan took a lot of the things that he was doing well in training camp, and he really put them into action early in the season. And then the Detroit game, if you go back to week four, the Detroit game kind of sped him up a little bit. Early in the season, the game against the Saints, the Falcons, and the Bears in week one, the protection was pretty good. He was able to go through his progressions. And then week four came, and everything got sped up. And Aiden Hutchinson and actually John Kaminsky, of all people, eat the Packers offensive line alive, but Jordan was still kind of wanting to go through his progressions and he just kept taking sacks and he couldn't get the ball down the field. And it was just kind of a a disjointed effort. And then you could tell after that, he almost got sped up a little bit too much. He was taking checkdowns too many times and he never really got back in that rhythm too much. And then you go to that Rams game. It's a Brett Rippon led quarterback team. Like Green Bay just desperately needed a win in the win column to get them some confidence. Jordan started playing better in that game. They go to Pittsburgh, play competitively in that game. And then, like I said, the Chargers game, the Lions game, the Chiefs game, it all starts coming together. And you could just tell, like, all the things that were kind of going well in training camp got back together. He was going through his reads, going through his progressions. And then the other huge thing is 
everyone sort of came up around him as well. The offensive line has been much better in pass protection over the course of the past month. Christian Watson, unfortunately, until the injury this past week, is playing extremely well over the course of the past month. Dontavian Wicks, Jaden Reed, we can go on and on, but the supporting cast around him has raised their level of play. And one of the things that a lot of people were excited about with this team is, yeah, you've got a first-time starting quarterback, and yeah, you've got all these rookie tight ends, rookie and second-year wide receivers, but the hope was that they were all going to be able to develop together and sort of gain this chemistry, and then maybe in a year or two, things would start to click. Well, it's kind of happened already where you're starting to see Jordan Love get on the same page with these wide receivers, tight ends, and these really young playmakers on offense, and some of the results are already surprising and really fun to watch, and I think that has a ton to do with the chemistry that they're developing in real time. What else would the Packers say? But I have been impressed from the beginning with how steadfast the locker room has remained in supporting Jordan. Again, what else would they say publicly? But it seems to me that they have been behind him the entire time as soon as it became apparent that the transition would be made. And so to me, that's been impressive and speaks to leadership as well and patient enough to wait until he had some reps and could settle in. Yeah, not only like that belief in him, but like they they went out of their way. And you could tell this was not a fake bravado, like just like, yeah, we're supporting our guy. And of course, like you said, we have to, he's our quarterback. But it was a real true belief. And you could tell it very early on. They have his back all the way. And that locker room is about Jordan Love. They believe in him as not only like their quarterback, but as like the guy in that uh, for the team. And, and just the way that like in, when he gets a game ball in the locker room, how they go crazy for him, like it is really special to watch. And it is really something to see how he has kind of come on as this first time starting quarterback. He's not a rah-rah guy. He's not the guy that's going to you know do this impassionate speech to get everyone going. It, that's not him. He's just steady and calm and collected and every day is the exact same and there's a lot of the stuff from his his uh, scouting report back in college and you could see it then where he's just always the same guy day in and day out and that's exactly what it's been you can tell and I think it's just a you know w- w- there's always going to be the debate of Rodgers and how Rodgers led the team and somehow you know and sometimes it kind of took people the wrong way and Jordan's like it's not better or worse it's just different and I think when you had a quarterback that was a little bit older like Aaron and maybe didn't relate quite as well anymore to maybe the, some some of the younger players on the team. It feels like Jordan relates just a little bit better. I think there's a comfort level in that locker room. Like I said, it's not necessarily better or worse. It's different, and you can just tell that they have, a like I said, a wholehearted belief in him, and it's not fake. It's not you know, anything but true, and it's really, really fun to see how that kind of has come together and how much faith and belief they do have in him. It's always more fun to talk about changes and growth and a team in transition when they're winning too and they've got the three consecutive wins now we're always excited to have Andy Herman with us from Wisconsin he's got the pack a day podcast it's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio all right so we're going to dive into a little bit of your social media on Monday because (laughs) producer Jay could not wait to bring to my attention a tweet that you put out there and I love how you start it with a bit of a qualification we're probably not ready for this yet uh, but then you go on to say that 2023 Jordan Love is better, and and you don't just say better, you say unequivocally better than Aaron Rodgers was last season to date. What makes you say that? 
Yeah, so it's, it's actually funny to me. I've, I've, ha- I've had this thought now for a couple weeks, not even just kind of more recently. It's one of those things where you know as soon as you bring it up, it's just going to be a, a firestorm. <laughs> uh, but I, I think there's a, a, a real legitimate truth to it, and I'm kind of surprised that nobody else has really been talking about it as much. And it's something that I talked about even in the offseason where a lot of people are like, well, Green Bay, there's no way they could be even close to what they were a season ago. They're going from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. And on, on, the pay, on paper and on the surface, yeah, yeah, of course, you're going from a Hall of Famer, arguably Mount Rushmore quarterback, like one of the greatest of all times, to a first-time starter. How can you possibly compare the two? But what you will notice is that Aaron in 2022 was not that guy. He was not the MVP. He was not the Mount Rushmore guy. And Aaron so eloquently pointed out on Pat McAfee, and he's a million percent right, that his down years are better than the vast majority of quarterbacks' best years. And he's right. But last year was still very easily, in my opinion, Aaron's worst season as a starting quarterback. And it wasn't terrible. Bad ribs, broken thumb. And you could tell that there was just something that was off within the team and with him. And it just didn't go great. But that was not, again, the same GOAT level, Hall of Fame level Aaron Rodgers in 2022. And he was fine. He was good in his year last year, even though it was a down year, still better than the vast majority of quarterbacks' best years. He's totally right. But Jordan Love so far this season, I would put ahead of him pretty easily from where uh, Aaron was at a season ago. We can, again, talk about the injuries that he had and those sort of things. But statistically, the level of play on the field, the way that Jordan's attacking the middle of the field, the way that this team has kind of been able to get this hot streak going against some really good teams, including a really great Kansas City defense this past week, we just didn't see this. In fact, Jordan had a 300-yard passing game. I think it was a couple weeks. It might have been against Detroit or the Vetters the week before that. Aaron didn't have a single one of those last year. Like just some things like that where it was such an uncharacteristic season for Aaron. And the the true point here is that every other Aaron season might end up being better than every other Jordan season. <laughs> that could easily end up being the case. But those two seasons specifically, the 2022 Rodgers and the 2023 Love, right now give me 2023 Love. And I'm not sure it's particularly close at this point. Despite the fact that it seems fairly logical to you and to me now that you lay it out there, what was the reaction on social? Amazingly, not too bad. I was bracing <laughs> for the worst. I was bracing for impact. I know maybe now that we're talking about it, Amy, maybe it'll be totally different. Uh, but yeah, it was actually, there's of course going to be always disagreement that's it, that comes with the territory, but usually anything like that is going to be caught you know, with some sort of like 50-50 and you're just going to get, you know, burned down on your timeline. But no, I would say the vast majority of people were in agreement. Um, I even got a couple like Captain Obvious gifs, like, <laughs> like, like that, that this is like, of course he was better, which, and then of course there's a few in the opposite direction, but I was pleasantly surprised that at least thus far, my timeline has not been completely on fire. <laughs> All right, couple of quick injury questions so I can understand what's happening. What's the latest with Christian Watson? Yeah, Matt didn't give an update today. Christian's battled hamstring injuries all throughout the season and really even going into last season. It's been something, and we don't know for sure if it is a hamstring, if it isn't. I know a lot of people kind of saw it as as he was going down to the ground, he kind of grasped his hands, you know, hamstring maybe as he was trying to stay in bounds. But if you look at it closer, he went, he, he grabbed at it even before then, had to go down, not to avoid going out of bounds, but because he couldn't run anymore. So, uh, it's one of those freak injuries. It's non-contact, which you, of course, never want to see. And like I said, Christian's been having basically his best football over the course of the past three, four weeks. So it, hopefully it's not anything long-term, but that has been a 
constant issue with Christian, these kind of soft tissue injuries, and hopefully this is one he can bounce back from quickly. And what about Aaron Jones? Are we still kind of going week to week with him? Yeah, still week to week, and same thing with Jair Alexander. Like, there hasn't been a ton of updates. It does seem like both of those guys are getting closer. It looks kind of last week like Jair was going to be able to go, but then he doesn't go. He said he was going to speak with reporters on Friday, but then didn't speak to reporters on Friday, and then was kind of a semi-surprise and active during the game. And with Aaron Jones, like, I think they want to get him back, but they also don't want to bring him back and have him get hurt again. So they're being cautious. But these games now, especially uh, after a three-game winning streak, they got five games left against five winnable opponents. They're the Mm -hmm. number seven seed in the playoffs right now. So they're going to want some of these guys back for this stretch run as soon as they can get them back. Andy Herman is with us from Green Bay because I was going schedule next. Looking at it, they're on the road at the Giants coming up next Monday night, correct? And then Bucks at the Panthers, who have exactly one win against the Vikings, which is huge, in Minneapolis, followed up by home game versus the Bears. Uh, So, yeah, you're talking about mostly teams that are either below 500 or right at that Mendoza line. Yeah, the easiest schedule remaining for any NFL team, the combined record for their five opponents is 20 and 40. So they have double the amount of losses that they have as wins. As I mentioned, Green Bay's already sitting in the number seven spot right now. A couple of those teams that they're fighting with, Seattle has an incredibly tough schedule coming up. The Vikings have two games against the Lions on their schedule. And the Packers have the tiebreaker with the Rams from beating them earlier this year and with the Saints from beating them earlier this year. You look at the, I know a lot of people start using the, the New York Times simulator. Basically, if they go 5-0 and or 4-1, and they're 100% chance of getting in the playoffs. If they go 3-2, and they're at 80 to 90%, depending on who they lose to. Um, and they've got an easy schedule to be able to complete that. So the thinking was maybe a few weeks ago that if they could steal one of the three games, that if they could go 5-0 and in this last stretch against some winnable teams, that maybe they could sneak in. They go 3-0 and in the last three games, and now if they can just finish 4-1, and maybe even 3-2, and there's going to be a really good chance that they're actually playing playoff football in January. It's crazy as that would have seemed three weeks ago. Yeah, it blows me away, too, because the NFC is so completely the opposite from the AFC, where it's very top-heavy, right? So you've got the Eagles, yep. Cowboys, Lions, and Niners, and then the next best records are all uh, these teams that are 6-6. Six and six. So I have to ask you, Andy, and I honestly don't know this, so I'm interested in your answer. Before the season started, did you expect that playoffs would be part of the equation? I didn't expect that they would be in the playoffs, no, but I did expect them to have a very similar type of experience that they had last season when they went eight and nine. And I thought maybe there would be a similar opportunity where they'd be eight and eight, and maybe that last game could be a type of play in game or something like that. I, I, I kind of figured seven and 10, eight and nine, maybe nine and eight if things went correctly and not completely out of the equation. No way did I expect them to be six and six. Like I said, a few weeks ago, did no way did I expect them to be able to put three straight wins together. The caliber, I know the chargers aren't as good and they've had some struggles as well, but even that Justin Herbert and the chargers coming in then the Lions, then the chiefs, I would not have expected that. So um, they've definitely exceeded my expectations. They still have the five games in front of them where if they go three and two, four and one, and they get in the playoffs or maybe even five and oh, it's going to look amazing. If somehow things do not go according to plan. And after this amazing stretch, they go two and three or one and four or something like that and miss out on the playoffs. That's still going to be a level of disappointing at this point. But uh, I think there's a really good chance that they get in. And uh, they, like I said, they're, they've far exceeded my expectations mm. so far. You mentioned young players, and there certainly are a bunch of either first or second year guys who are making a major impact. 
I can think of a few, but who's your favorite rookie in terms of performance so far? Like you said, there's a lot of different choices here. I'm going to go with a tie for two at wide receiver so far, Dontavian Wicks and Jaden Reed. These two guys are really, really fun. Dontavian Wicks has a release game off the line of scrimmage and the ability to get open and separate like few rookies that have come through here. There's already been some small, slight comparisons to some of the stuff that Devontae Adams did early on. I'm not saying he's going to become Devontae Adams, obviously, but (laughs) just some of the things that he does as a route runner are really, really fun. And then Jaden Reed just brings a level of explosive playmaking ability. They can use him in the slot as a gadget guy. He's made multiple plays of 20-plus yards over the course of the season already. At one point, he was tied uh, for second, only behind Tyreek Hill. I'm not sure if the last couple weeks if he's still up there or not, but even still, like that's the type of numbers that he's putting out there. They're two really fun players. They keep getting better, and they are developing that rapport with Aaron Rodgers. They're both real fun and should pair extremely well with uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson moving forward. I love that you just said the rapport with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> See, this is, this is what we do late night, Amy. And, of course, when you're talking Aaron Rodgers for however many years that we've done it, it's, it's Jordan Love, it's Aaron Rodgers. We talk about all of it tonight, but it's always fun. Mm. Always good stuff with Andy. So on Twitter, Andy Herman, NFL, from Green Bay. He's got the Pack-A-Day podcast and Packer Report. Just the sense of humor and the ability to see things a little bit differently. I like it, Andy, which is why you're one of our favorites. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. We appreciate it. Appreciate it, Amy. Thanks so much. I can understand. I sometimes refer to quarterbacks by the wrong names. Even funnier, though, in October, I refer to the Super Bowl as the World Series. (laughs) There's a lot of intel and info stuffed in the nether reaches of the brain. And then sometimes we say things we don't even realize that we've said them the wrong way. So I can tease Andy a little bit. Really good stuff there about Jordan Love and his development, but not just Jordan, how Matt LaFleur has earned his chops in this season of transition. And he's taken the youngest team in football and turned it into a playoff contender with three straight wins. And next weekend, it's the Giants on Monday Night Football. So it's actually a week from tonight. What are the chances we get another 28-28, 31-31, Type of a game. Eh? Nah? Giants, 31 points. Tommy DeVito, he's learning on the job, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> the D's J as a long-suffering Giants fan. Okay. Find our show Twitter after our CBS because coming up, we'll have your candidates for TD of the week. You can still vote for Monday MVP. Our Facebook page, too. Wait until I tell you why I'm never ever, ever using the U.S. Post Office to mail a box again. Ever. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. Los Angeles Rams. Bunch to the right, Atwell out left. Stafford is going to audible here. He's going to back out to the shotgun. Still has seven seconds to work with as they set up. From the 30, second and one. From the pocket, he deals down the seam. It's caught at midfield. Out the left side. Puka Nakua to the crib. Touchdown, LA! The Detroit Lions. Goff is going to work from directly behind center. Single back behind him is Montgomery. Brock right in motion to the left side. Two tight ends set for the Lions. Goff takes, fakes the give, goes end around. Now they flip it on the second back coming around. That is Jamison Williams inside the yes, 15, sir. inside the 10, dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. A little razzle-dazzle to number nine who did a swan dive into the end zone. The Lions <laughs> have extended their lead. The San Francisco 49ers. First and 10 Niners in the Philly 48. Purdy looks left, now middle throws, caught. Broken tackle by Debo Samuel, runs for a first down, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! San Francisco! What an absolute beast, Debo Samuel! The Indianapolis Colts. 2.34 to go in overtime. Second down and goal at the four. Menchu out of the gun. Shotgun snap. Looks to his right. In the end zone. Throws Michael Pittman. Touchdown. Touchdown, Michael Pittman. Ball game. I-N-D-Y. Michael Pittman into the end zone from Gardner Menchu. And the Colts win 31-28 in Nashville. Yes, sir. Whenever yours is a walk-off touchdown, you absolutely are a candidate for TD of the week. Uh, Pretty impressive what Gardner Minshew and the Colts are doing right now. Four consecutive wins, and just like the Houston Texans, they are right there in the mix for a wild card. If not, stop me if you've heard this before. The AFC South title? Nope, you haven't heard that before. The Jacksonville Jaguars take a step back tonight with the loss, and we don't know if they'll have Trevor Lawrence for next week. 
Could you imagine Colts and Texans vying for the AFC South titles? Okay, so back to your candidates for TD of the Week. On the Colts Radio Network, Matt Taylor, Pittman from Meshaw. Well, that's his nickname. His actual name is Minshew, but that's boring. We prefer Meshaw. 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 It's a type of Japanese hibachi, which is what I did over the weekend. Uh, Let's see. Debo Samuel, three touchdowns, including a long catch and run of 48 yards. Another one of 46 yards. Greg Papa and Tim Ryan on Niners Radio. The clincher for the Lions, Jamison Williams. little trickeration, and he takes it 19 yards all the way around and up the right side. And then the longest of these four candidates, Puka Nakua, before he got hurt. Hopefully it's nothing serious, but a 70-yarder, longest of his dazzling rookie campaign so far, J.B. Long, on Rams Radio. So you can vote for TD of the Week. Poll is already up on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, and I actually am retweeting it right now. Facebook page as well, and then Monday MVP still open and available for you. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, people say to me all the time, and, and Marco has been married for a long time, do you remember your wedding day, wedding weekend, wedding everything? Uh, I remember the priest saying, when you hear the music, come out and stand over here. Next thing I know is the next day. <laughs> my gosh. Let's hope I don't black out like that. I, I don't. And it's not. I was not drunk. No, I was not drinking. No, drunk. just every, everything was 100 miles an hour. Yeah. You remember like glimpses here and there, but it, the day just goes so fast. I would fast. never think that you were drunk at your wedding. Well, a lot of people do. I, I'm not oh. much of a drinker, so I didn't drink at all, actually, okay. at my wedding. I just, I, I'm clarifying that it's not like I was blacked out drunk. Oh, I gosh. just was, it just was a whirlwind. I don't mm. remember a lot. Right. That's why we decided to get a just raw footage video. We're not looking for a video that's produced and put together as some highlight package. We're just getting the raw feed mm-hmm. so that we can go back and watch it because we won't know what else is happening around us. Mm-hmm. It'll just be, as you say, a blur, but also the two of us can only see what's happening right in front of us. Anyway, uh, as we get toward the wedding, more and more people keep saying to me, just be prepared for the things that go wrong. Just take it all in stride. And I'm thinking, what could possibly go wrong? I, I don't understand why I should be prepared for things to go wrong. However, something has gone wrong. <laughs> and we're not even there yet. So here we are, 12 days out from the wedding, right? And I have mentioned this before in the show that our Thanksgiving plans got canceled. So mm-hmm. Bob and I were going to be together on Thanksgiving. We were not. At the time that we were together, we were going to meet in the middle by driving, right? So we were going to exchange boxes of of either wedding materials or you know things that he was going to take back to Texas in advance of the wedding. Okay. And then I was going to bring stuff back to New Jersey, right? So we were kind of going to exchange a bunch of stuff. Like he needed some things, I needed some things, mm-hmm. blah, 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 rather than mail them. Okay, well, because our plans got canceled, I was not able to give him the flowers So we're using silk flowers, the flowers that we are using to decorate, not just the chapel, but also the centerpieces for the barn. We've got a bunch of fun silver accents and we're going to have tons of twinkle lights, that kind of stuff. Okay. Anyway, I had to mail them. So, you know, with our schedule, the overnight schedule, now this is not applied to you because you have kiddos that get you up. I usually sleep from about nine in the morning until 3.30-ish in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes to get up, take care of the dog, and then go and run errands before close of business. So, 
last Tuesday, I had packed up the box, one big box of flowers and, and silver accents and all this other stuff, the, the, you know, the decor that's going to be used right. at the wedding. And I mailed it. And I, well, I went to take it to the post office. I, don't ask me why I didn't go to FedEx. I knew I should have, but I was worried about missing the closing bell, right? So I end up at the post office because it's a mile from my house. And they weigh it. They measure it. The cheapest rate for this box was $30. Okay. I could have just taken it on the plane and checked it as a, you know what I mean, as a bag. So anyway, I was I was kind of taken aback by that. But it said ground delivery or ground transportation, mm-hmm. four days. All right. I can manage four days. Even though we're we're getting close, the, the decorator, she's needing these flowers. Okay. That was a week ago. And the box has still not arrived. This was Tuesday? This was last Tuesday, and the box has still not arrived. I've checked tracking at least 400 times. No, it, it's not moving. The four box business is... business days? N- or four days? No, it was supposed to originally be there on Saturday. Then it was Sunday. Then it was Monday. Okay. And it's now heading into a Tuesday. It's mm. been a week since I mailed the box. Mm. Nah, you want to know the latest... Here, I'll tell you the latest note And you have the I tracking? Got. Oh, yeah. No, I've been tracking it, but it's not moving, really. Uh, they keep telling me that it, yeah, no, it's awful. They keep telling me that it's, uh, sorry, it's going to be delayed, right? And so uh, it's really frustrating because the decorator is keeps asking, hey, do you know when those flowers are going to get here? Uh, we're getting close to the wedding. Well, no, no, I don't. Uh, it was supposed to be Saturday. Then it was supposed to be Sunday. Then it was supposed to be Monday. So here's the latest update. From the tracking. Mm-hmm. Your package will arrive later than expected. But it's still on the way. It is currently in transit to the next facility. Okay. Hmm. It was supposed to be delivered on Saturday. That's a bunch of crap. Uh-huh. I am never, ever, ever. I have so hmm. many bad experiences with the U.S. Postal Service. I'm never using them for boxes again. Hmm. I just, I took the easy route. I went to the post office. It was a mile from my house. Never. Hmm. And now I'm freaked out that the flowers aren't going to arrive in time for the wedding. Well, I would think for the wedding, it shouldn't. I mean, you're talking 12 more days. Well, but I she can't, can't wait well, until the, the thing. day when does, before. I understand. When does she need it the absolute last day well, she can have it? She needed them last week. I understand that. However, if she can get it by the end of this week, will she oh, be able to make do? Please don't. My Other heart. Other than her getting upset with you, she will she be able to make do? with me. She keeps asking me, what right. are these flowers arriving? Right. What are these flowers arriving? Now, granted, you can't, you know, pick it up in whatever warehouse oh. is in. So that's what I mean. But oh. if she gets it by Friday, I would think she can handle this, Do you right? know the agita it's, it's causing yeah. me? Yeah. No, I'm aware. Oh. Yeah, that's the stuff you got to let go. Oh, I can't. Because you can't control it. Yeah, but what if it's gone? What if my box of flowers is gone somewhere and they're lying to me? You're right. Here's the thing. And I did this with a friend of mine that uh, when he got married because there was some, it was it was a little rushed at the end and some of the stuff that we had had planned or he had had planned kind of like this fell apart. And mm. we really got to the point where it was like, all right, there's nothing we can do. Oh, we no. can't do this. Oh, no. Oh, so, no, 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 no. I, I thought we actually did a nice job with this. And it was actually around Christmas time. It was after Christmas. I think it was the 28th or 29th, somewhere in that area between that week between Christmas Day and New Year's. And I remember him calling us, and you know, three or four of us were really tight. And he called, and he's like, This stuff is not going to work. This oh, thing's no. going to be a mess. He's like, I don't know what to do. Aww. We're like, We got you. So we went down, and he's like, I got to do this. I got to do that. Me and another friend went to one of the stores, and we picked out everything. Aww. We found, 
And we were like, look, we're going to go Christmas. Like, we're talking to each other. We don't know what we're doing. And we're like 25 <laughs> years old. So this is like 20 years ago. We were like, uh, let's go Christmas theme. What do you think? Christmas theme? I mean, it's a lot of Christmas stuff. We're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and we're in, we're in, we went to like five different stores Aww. and we decorated the room that he had it in because he was like, everything that we had planned just fell apart. Oh, no. So, I'm worst cry. no, you're good. You're good. Worst case scenario, and you're not going to have to do this. Worst case, if they don't get there, you get someone to go out and get a bunch of stuff beforehand and get it to her, and she will decorate it. Okay. So you find one of the, I don't know what these stores are. Whatever they're called, because I'm not a big, I, honestly, I didn't even know where I was going. Luckily, one of my other friends was actually a little bit better at this. I was like, this store has stuff? He's like, yeah, no, 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 they're good. I'm like, all right, what do I know? So I'm like, you know, a supermarket, I don't know where I'm going. So you find a good store that's got a bunch of stuff. You hit like two or three of them. You go get anything that you need, and you tell them, just get it. What's the difference? Well, what do you like this one? Just get it all. Get everything and get let it her. All. Seriously. Just buy out the store. No, because at that point, like, you're not going to sift it through. You don't have time. Right. So get it. Get it to her. She will put it together and make it look nice. Okay. That's worst case scenario. So you have that in the back of your mind, uh -huh. and you're not going to have to use it. That gives you peace of mind, allows you to sleep. Okay. It's totally fine. <laughs> I can't believe you're making light of this, Producer Jay. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. It's totally fun. No, it, it is totally fun. Though. I'm going to throw this this pen Look, at you. This is all the stuff, and we've talked about this. And again, uh, granted, I'm not a good, because I most of the stuff slides off my back to begin with. The day of, as much as you want to think about all this stuff, and they're more important than anything, day of. We can't get married without flowers. Day of, you're not going to care. We can't get married without you flowers. You will have flowers. Okay. You will. But will they be the purple? That I need. And that's the, the point. The day of, you're not going to care. Oh, have you seen me? Do you you're know not, me? You're not going to. That If that stuff's not, that, that, that's not where you are. Okay. By the way, for those of you who have not seen our glorious flowers, they're in my latest blog post. So you have to check it out because I actually shared a sneak peek of our flowers. We're supposed to have many more flowers just like that. You'll have them. To decorate the chapel. You'll have them. And I'm sure they have purple in whatever store if you have to get it in the last minute. It's a couple special of days. purple. All right, see. <laughs> Priority. Priority. Okay, Priority. so in, in, in the grand scheme of things, I need the groom more than I need the flowers. That's yes. what you're saying? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. I need the caterer more than I need the flowers? Yes. No, see, now we're talking. Flowers. You need the flowers, yes. But see, again, grand scheme. I need the rings more than I need you, the flowers? You need Bob to be there. You need the rings. You need food. You need the, the people there. Okay. Everything else, not as important. Okay. And even the food, <laughs> even the food, man, like that's again, down on the list. No, no, we, I'm an I know, I'm but it's down on the list. I'm like yours. We've got to have food. I get it. Down on the list. No, you don't understand what people will do if there's no food. We're out in the middle of nowhere. There's got to be food. I get it. As long as there's food. Down on the list. <laughs> down on the list. Thank you, Mac Jones. At least Mac is on my side. <laughs> down on the list. What is so, what would be important then? Bob. Okay, Bob and the rings. You need but, him there, right? Right, and the rings. Can you get married without him? No, we can't get married without the minister either, the pastor. Priority number one. <laughs> Bob. You, Bob. <laughs> You're both there? Bob can't marry us. <laughs> You're both there? You got 98% of what you need. Okay? That's the most important thing, yes. Oh, I've started to have dreams about forgetting my vows, like forgetting to bring them or forgetting to write them. Again, down on the list. Uh, no, I, I can't just fake down my vows. You want to fake them?
There's nothing to fake. Oh, no. There's nothing to fake. That's what I'm saying. Down on the list. Breathe. You're good. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I didn't know. All this time, I've not been nervous. Now I'm starting to get nervous because of all the things that could go wrong. Nah. Marco. Nah. Marco, you're not a girl. I can tell. No, I am not. (laughs) No, I am not. (laughs) All right. I feel sort of better because you told me the flowers will be there. Again, they'll be there. They'll be there. It's in there. It's in there. Okay. Come on. 12 more days, again, it's not going to take 12 days. You're talking about five or six that are already in transit. Once it actually starts moving, no problem. Straight shot. Straight shot. You don't know what state it's in? It's in, it's in Texas, but Texas ah, is a big state. you're good. Texas is a big state. Ah, it's fine. been in Texas since Saturday. It Why got, hasn't it been delivered? It got from Jersey to Texas. You're good. <laughs> oh my God. You're good. Are you making light of no, my stress? No, I'm serious. Look how far it's gotten. You're good. It's been in Texas for three days. Ah, come on. Worst case scenario, you're going to have somebody in Texas go get them. Come on. <laughs> You'll pick All it up right. on the way. All right. You're so empathetic come and helpful. On. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. You know, if it was like a detour in like Toronto, I'd be a little concerned. <laughs> it's in Texas. You're good. <laughs> yeah, right. Texas is like Rhode Island. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. I'm just going to keep breathing. It's just, just keep breathing. Just keep breathing. Or like we got from um, F- Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. Just keep sw- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Oh, my goodness. This is what I'm afraid of. He's grabbing his Achilles. It was a non-contact. He tries to step up in the pocket. Oh, he gets stepped on. He got he got stepped on by his own player, I think. Yeah, Walker Little in his pass set steps uh, on Trevor's ankle. That's why the ball fell out. That's why he fell to the ground. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. On Jaguars Radio, Trevor Lawrence, the latest quarterback to exit a game with a significant injury. What we believe right now is that it's an ankle injury. A high ankle sprain is what's being reported. Now, I had seen some initial reports, and this is while the game is still going on Monday night, that it was a broken 
a broken tibia. It was a it was a broken bone in his in his leg or his his foot, but I think it was his leg. And and I can't seem to find it, so I wonder if it got taken down because the post initially was out there that there was speculation this could be a broken bone in his leg. Let's hope that is not the case. Um, but if he has to miss a start, well, he's in good company because there are a lot of above average quarterbacks, big names in the NFL that have fallen victim to injuries. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. This doesn't really apply to Trevor Lawrence, but to others. Tom Brady on his Let's Go podcast on Monday evening, along with Lawrence Taylor, by the way, and they're talking about how the new rules are designed to protect QBs, but they're not actually working. I really don't like the way that it's gone because there's people like, you know, the the real fit. Every time you would have hit the quarterback, there would have been a flag defenses should be aggressive there was a hit on Patrick Mahomes last night where he was running out of bounds where he wasn't even out of bounds the the quarterbacks need to learn how to throw the ball away they need to learn how to read defenses so that they can get the ball out of their hands I always felt like my best protection was getting rid of the ball I love that from the greatest quarterback to ever play the game that is significant advice what he's saying is don't rely on the rules to protect you Now, granted, there are late hits, there are vicious hits, there is such a thing as roughing the passer uh, or unnecessary roughness. We see head and neck injuries. Uh, You're not allowed to impact or hit or touch the head or neck of a quarterback, and I think those are all important rules. But what Brady is saying, my longevity, you want the secret to playing a career as long as Tom Brady, one of them is that he didn't get hit. He didn't get hit, and you cannot hit a quarterback when he doesn't have the ball. That's a direct violation of rules. So quarterbacks need to not rely on the rules and the officials, the stripes, but instead get rid of the ball, live to fight another play. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 